Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. You are listening to episode 62 of Freelancer to CEO. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to another podcast episode and we are going to get back into our routine of guest interviews. Maybe you've been sick of me, I hope not, but we have some really amazing guests lined up for you and I know that are just going to speak to what you're going through in your business. I got everybody from Pinterest strategists to business coaches, to other teachers, to content strategists, lots of really great tangible things. So I'm super excited for this guest lineup that's going to be coming, pouring out to you for the rest of this year. Can you believe that we are only a few months away from the end of 2020? What a year it's been, but we're going to finish strong and this episode is going to give you that kick in the pants that you need to build the business because if you are still working full time, I'm going to introduce you to my really great friend Holly who has done this only while working full time. She has done the side hustle, she's built a business, she's built a thriving coaching business helping other busy moms build their side hustle and she really knows what she's talking about when it comes to all things productivity and strategy. So I cannot wait to introduce you to Holly because she has so many great things to share in this episode. You're even going to get a guest appearance from my dog, Molly. She was quietly snoring in the background and something we must have said woke her from her slumber. So you'll hear her little paw prints prancing around my floor, but such is life, such is dog mom life, and we just roll with the punches around here. So let me go ahead and introduce you to Holly, my friend Holly Haynes. She is crazy passionate about teaching other women how to build a side hustle without sacrificing weekends and their priorities. She believes strongly that you can create a routine you love and with the right tools, create a lifestyle that works for you without burnout. She first started her coaching business in network marketing when her twins were 18 months old while working full time. 
She was excited to start something she was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in small pockets of time. The traditional methods of working three to four hours a day and blocks of time didn't work for her. So she created a system and strategy that works and used that to build her strategic coaching business that exists today. Holly is a wealth of knowledge. She's a mom of twins. She's working full time, doing all the things, working from home, distance learning. She has got it going on. And if there's anyone I could bring on the podcast to teach about how to build a business while you are working full time, it's Holly. So let's go ahead and dive on into the show and meet Holly. Hey, Holly, welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Hi, thank you. I'm so excited too. So I'm super excited to have you share with my audience today. You have such an interesting background and story. So why don't you back up a little bit and just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and who you serve. Yeah. So my name is Holly Haynes. Uh, I'm a mom of twins who are almost seven. I work full-time for a nonprofit and about Five years ago, I got started um, in network marketing, mainly uh, because I was on sort of a wellness journey myself after having my girls um, and really just loved having a community of support and ended up building uh, a pretty successful business that way. But like all things, really wanted to um, find different ways to sort of give back and teach um, and really lean into my 20 year corporate strategy career because that's what I was doing for my day job. But I really loved talking about it and had spent so much time um, just in the corporate world learning from Fortune 500 companies. And I just kept thinking like, there's got to be a better way to run a business that I can teach other busy moms how to do. Because if you've started your own business or you're getting ready to start your own business and you may or may not have kids or you may or may not work full time, it is hard to fit in all the things. And so I found myself, you know, getting a little burnt out at the beginning and really struggling with how to fit in working hours with family hours with that nine to five. Um, and sort of just had this like epiphany after burning out a couple times, like I have to figure out a better way. Like the, there are two options. One is to quit and two is to figure out a different way to do things. And I'm definitely not a quitter. So I was determined to figure out a better way. Um, and so I sort of built my own system of how to run a very full-time business now on um, a very part-time schedule. And so that's what I, I share and teach. Uh, I have a a podcast like Aubrey and yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at now. I love this. And I think this is going to be such a great topic because actually I think one of my most downloaded episodes is about how to build your business, like tips that you can do. Like people want to know, like, how do you do it? How do you work from home and do it? And I know that you, before COVID hit, you had a little bit of that separation, but now you're not only working full time from home, but also building a business. You had your twin girls home, like you had all the reasons why it couldn't work or why, you know, things could come up and, you know, reasons to not make it work. So I would love for you to talk to us about like how, how we can do this, how we can practical things that we can do to build, to build the business, to start the business. Because I feel like so many people will say they're going to start the business. They're going to do the thing when they have more time. And you're just like proof of, there, there's always going to be like reasons why like you can't do it, but to do it anyway. So I would love for you to share some of those tips that you have for us about how we can do the business, even if we have a full-time job or just trying to find the time to fit it in. 
Yeah. So I've never not had a full-time job while I've been building my business. So I try very hard to share like a day in the life and what it really is like um, to build a full-time business on a part-time schedule. But I will also say with COVID um, and then being able to work from home, it's it's been both a blessing and disguise. One, a blessing because I do feel like there's more flexibility so I can like do a podcast at lunch or um, I'm not having to sit in the car and commute and so I can do sort of other things. Um, but two, we've also added in homeschooling and everyone's home and the distractions are way higher and the stress is way higher. And so it's really forced me to dial into my structure and my routine even more and make sure that I'm really truly focused. And so the toolkit that I put together really focuses on three different things. One is strategy, which is like my favorite topic to talk about and it's not complicated, I'll explain it. And then two is having systems. And so I really dug into setting up things on the back end so they're running while I'm doing other things. Um, so I don't have to worry about sort of those back end tasks. And then two, having a very clear social media strategy. Um, because I, you can probably relate, but when you first start, like you feel like you're on your phone all the time. And then I feel like there's like this resentment with your family. And then you're like, how the heck am I supposed to post while I'm at work? And I've got to be, you know, following up with all these people. And so I had to like really figure out how I can run a business without being on my phone or attached to my laptop all day, but still be able to make an impact um, and obviously have a presence online. So if you want, I can dig right in. Um, yeah, so right ahead. Yeah. So the first one is strategy. And I think people get really hung up on this because they're like, I don't have a business background. I can't do this. I don't know what my strategy is. And it's really a really basic question. And it's, are you focusing on the right things at the right time? And I know Aubrey's a big fan of mindset and making sure that you're, you know, keeping yourself motivated and really understanding like what the vision of your business is. And I think for me, I had to really like slow down to speed up. And so I had to like take a minute and say, why am I doing this? Like, why am I getting up at five in the morning to work on my business? Like what's driving me? What do I want in the next like three to five or 10 years? Like, what is that? Not like, what does today look like, but really having that bigger vision. And then I'm really into mapping it out. So I teach a lot about like, what's your quarter look like? So what are you trying to do in the next three months? But then breaking it down to, okay, if you have, you know, this goal in the next three months, what does this month look like? And typically I always coach on like, pick one thing. So like, you're not going to be able to work full time, homeschool your kids and have like six goals this month. It, it won't happen. So pick one goal. Like maybe it's growing your social media. Maybe it's taking a course. Maybe it's launching a, launching a course, whatever that is, pick one thing. And then I take that monthly goal and I break it into individual weekly goals. Again, one thing a week um, from a business perspective. So I really focus on that strategy first so that you know what you're working towards you know what your goals are and then you backtrack it and map it down to what's happening each week so that it builds up to your quarterly plan. And it sounds like, wow, that's a lot, but you could honestly do this in like 30 minutes. And it's really just taking the time to brainstorm and think about it. And then literally you can do it on a piece of paper. You don't need some fancy tool, but just map out like each week, this is what I'm going to focus on. So that's where I started. And then the second piece is really thinking of systems where you can automate and duplicate yourself. And so the example that I love to give is 
a new client welcome sequence. And so whether you're network marketing or maybe you have one-on-one -on -one clients or group clients, when they sign up with you, you need to make them feel welcome and they need to know where they can get information. And that's a repeatable process. And so it's sitting down and identifying what are those repeatable processes. Again, quick brainstorming exercise, take 20 minutes and then figure out how you can duplicate it. So you can go as far as creating like an email campaign where they're getting, you know, welcome emails every couple of days, or you can literally like cut and paste from a Google doc, but you're not having to recreate the same thing over and over. So after you come up with your strategy, then dig into where are you duplicating the same thing over and over and how can you make it simpler? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The third step then is social media. And this, I feel like everyone gets intimidated by social media and they feel like in order to grow their business, they have to be on, you know, Instagram five hours a day. And I mean, I think that could work, but I don't know about you, but the whole reason that I started my business was to have time freedom. And so I don't want to like be at the park with my kids and then also be, you know, responding and commenting and all the things. And so there are a couple things that I do from a social media perspective. The first one is, is every week, and I actually just did it because we're, we're doing this on a Monday, um, is come up with a content plan. And it's really making sure that that content plan matches what your either weekly or monthly or quarterly goals are. So you're not just like, throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like if you're going to put something out there, put something out there that matters. And it doesn't have to be multiple times a week. It can literally be one or two posts, but they have to be intentional. Um, and so I know a lot of coaches, you know, talk about how they come up with this like monthly content plan. And I would love to do that, but honestly, I, I don't have the time and I don't want to spend the weekends writing like six hours of content. Mm -hmm. So I came up with this really quick process where again, 20 minutes on Sunday, what are my goals? I already have them mapped out. What's my content for the week? I map out two to three posts. And then when it comes time for me to share that, I already know what they are. Um, and then I really focus on consistency with connecting. Um, and I think this was a big change for me, but instead of going in and scrolling and like figuring out like who should I connect with, I really dig into, again, that strategy and I connect or network, however you want to call it, um, 30 minutes a day. I do it Monday through Thursday. Fridays are my catch-up days, and then weekends are off. And so when you put that whole system together of strategy first, figure out where you can duplicate and save time, and then come up with a social media strategy that works, um, I may be spending an hour on my business, maybe an hour and a half, um, Monday through Thursday. I tend to do a little extra on Fridays, um, and then plan on Sundays. So that's like a quick whirlwind of what my week <laughs> I love it. Those are so many actionable things. And I think that's going to be so helpful because I know that people coming into this, starting the business, they think I need to have so much time. And I think one thing that you talked about, which like speaks so much to what I teach on is the systems piece, because if you're spending time behind your computer doing everything manually, you're reinventing the wheel every single time, you're you know starting from scratch every single time, it is going to take you a lot of time because even if you've done it before, just that brain power of, okay, what should this email say or what should this proposal say or what should this contract say, whatever it is, 
things that you do on a regular basis, even if you've done it before, it's still going to take that energy, that brain power. And sometimes you just like are not in the headspace to be able to like pour into that. So I love that you talked about finding those things that we're doing consistently or all over and over again, re repeatedly, and then being able to duplicate that because that right there alone is going to save you so much time. So I love that, that you talked to that. And I also would love for you to share a little bit about like your time blocking piece, because I know that that's something that's been so helpful for you. And like you said, like you've got twins, you've got the full-time job, like you've got a lot going on. You have probably every excuse to <laughs> not build the business, but you do, and you're totally rocking it. So I would love for you to share just some quick tips about like how we can time block and how we can plan that out. Because I am a firm believer, if you don't plan, like plan to fail, because if, it, if, it, yeah. if it's not a plan for, it, if it's not on your schedule, if there's not a spot for it, for you to do it, you're not going to do it. It just won't happen. So I would love for you to share a little bit about what does time blocking look like for you and how do you utilize that in your business? Yeah. So I would say my other tip and it kind of leads into time blocking is consistency over time is what is going to help you grow. So if you are like, Oh, I'm going to start out strong on Monday. And then by Wednesday, you're completely burned out and you just give up nothing's going to happen. But if you instead do 20 minutes, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's going to be way more impactful and way more consistent. And even though that maybe only adds up to an hour and a half, it's still better than just doing 30 minutes and being completely burnt out and not making any progress. Um, so I think when I realized that I really dug into, okay, how do I make this work? And I do time block religiously every single day, even on the weekends. Um, but time blocking does not have to be every single block is scheduled. So I'm a huge believer in, well, one, if you're working full time, you, you pretty much have to use your mornings or evenings, um, a little bit, but I'm very intentional about how I do it. And so the first thing that I do every single morning is obviously wake up and I work out. So I try to take care of myself first. Um, but then I sit down with my journal and I'll journal a little bit and then I will block out the day. And so I always say that you don't get an extra 24 hours to work on your business. So I mix in my nine to five, my business, my kids stuff, my family stuff. It's all on one page, one piece of paper, uh, one calendar. And so I literally block out each hour of the day. Um, and I map out like, you know, what meetings do I have for the day? What do the kids have? And then try to map out at least one thing that I'm going to do for my business to move it forward. And it looks different every day because sometimes it might happen at six in the morning. Other times I might have an early um, meeting, which happens a lot with COVID. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to get to it until seven o'clock at night. And I am not an evening person. So I know that it's seven o'clock at night. Like it's got to be something really basic or I'm not going to do it. Um, and so it's really interesting when you time block consistently because you'll start to see what truly can fit into your day. And so if your list for your business is 15 different things, there's no way that's probably even going to fit in for the week, maybe even the month. Um, so I'm a big fan of like pick three goals for the day, but only one of those goals is business related. And the other two are typically family or self-care. And that's sort of how I operate at a really high level. Um, and then I'm also a big fan of mapping in breaks. So again, when you map out your entire day and then you're like, well, I need 30 minutes to eat lunch and I need 20 minutes to take, I call them zoom breaks. Cause your eyes like start to gloss over after you've had like 10 zoom meetings a day. Um, 
there's not a ton of time in the day. And so it really forces you to dig into like, what is your one goal? Like, how are you going to grow your business today? And sometimes it's a half hour. Sometimes it's 40 minutes. It just depends. Um, but time blocking consistently really helps you visually understand like how it's all going to work. Mm -hmm. I love that you said that too, because I am, I'm very much of the mindset too of like, I, I call them non-negotiables in my, in my business, in my life. But the first yeah. thing that goes on my calendar for the week are things mostly around my family, because I know that those are things that like either can't change or I don't want to change. Like that's, and I, like you mentioned too, like building a business with intention and having that vision, like that's why I did what I did. So keeping that vision in the forefront too. So I always, that's the first thing that goes on my calendar is okay. Like when do my kids have school? When do they have appointments? When are times that I'm not going to be like working in the office? When are they going to be awake? And I'm completely off. So I love that you said that too. And, um, there was one other thing you said that I really, really liked, but the, the thought has lost me because my dog decided <laughs> she wanted to get up and walk around and distract me. Oh um, no. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I would say that just being consistent with that, even if it's like goes against every grain in your body to write it down, like you will very quickly see within like a day or two that you cannot fit in all the things. And so it really forces you to prioritize. Um, and so like, as an example, you can't like launch a podcast, launch a website and launch a course all in one month. And so it's really figuring out like, what's that big goal going back to your strategy? Like what's your goal for the quarter? And then making sure that you're aligning your actions with that goal. So working on the right things at the right time. And if you have those goals mapped out, then when like the shit hits the fan and you're like, I have zero time, you know, like, okay, I'm not going to try to like do my website or do my podcast. I really just am going to focus on connecting because that's just where I can spend my time right now. And then you don't feel so guilty about trying to do all the things because you know it's like physically impossible. So for me, like being able to see it that way makes me feel like, okay, like I literally did all I could today. I cannot fit anything else in and I was focused on the right things. And then I have these systems in the background that are supporting me um, when I can't be all hands on deck. When you were talking, it reminded me of the thing that I wanted to talk about, which was putting spots for things on your calendar, because I think we, if, if it's just a to-do list and it's like, okay, these are things that I need to get done today, but not having the time that you're going to do it, then you, the whole day you're going to be thinking about, oh my gosh, like I still have that thing that needs to get done today, but no plan of when it's actually going to happen. And I think once you put a time where you're going to work on that specific thing, on your calendar, you don't have to constantly be thinking about it in the back of your mind because you know, I've allotted, I've already allotted an hour when I'm going to get this done and I can focus on the task at hand and not have to worry about all the other things that are running on in the background in your mind. Yeah. And I even take it a step further. So I even try like on Mondays, I do like theme days. <laughs> so like on Mondays, I call it my CEO day and I'll try really hard, like not to set up any business meetings or to have as little meetings as I can so that I have a second to plan. So I, again, don't have to do it on the weekends. It can disconnect on the weekends, but then like on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, for example, and I just recently flipped the days, like I will do all my podcast interviews on that day. So I know that if somebody emails me about a podcast that Tuesdays are my podcast days and I will get to it then. Um, and then like my Fridays are my one-on-one -on -one client days. 
So I know that if I have a one-on-one -on -one client, like that's the day that I'm going to connect with them. I mean, obviously I'm answering messages to them with them throughout the week, but I set very specific times to do big tasks. Um, and then I also set business hours, which I think is, somebody told me this when I first got started and I was like, oh, well that makes a lot of sense. Because if you think about it, like your favorite store is probably not open 24 hours. I know like with everything online, it probably is. But if you think about like a physical store, it's not open 24 hours. And so you should not be open 24 hours either. And so I've seen this like new trend where, you know, if you email somebody, you'll get a response back and they'll be like, these are my business hours and this is when I'm going to get back to you. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Um, I try to set a rule to get back to all of my messages within 24 hours, Monday through Friday, but then I take a break on the weekends. Um, and then, yeah, just really setting those hours. Like my phone goes off most nights at eight o'clock. Like I put it upstairs. I don't get on it because if you're really going to push hard from, you know, 6am to 5pm, like you can't be working all hours of the day. So it really helps me sort of re-energize knowing that I have the evenings off and so that I can start my day fresh, dig in, knock it out. And then it's sort of like my reward um, at the end of the day. If you're not a morning person, you can totally flip it, but that's sort of what works for me. It gives me something to work towards. Yeah, you brought up two things that I want to talk about as well, just, just quickly before we kind of wrap things up here. But one, I loved how you mentioned that it can look different every single day, that it doesn't have to be the exact same thing that you're doing every single day at the same time. And giving yourself that freedom and flexibility, because some people think if it doesn't look this way every single day, then I must be doing something wrong. But giving yourself that grace that it's okay that today is the day that I'm going to you know get up early and do X, Y, and Z before the kids get up. And maybe tomorrow is a day that I don't because the kids were up late throughout the night. Allowing yourself that grace to be able to say, like I can have this flexibility that it doesn't have to look the same. It doesn't have to be from nine to 10 every single day. I'm doing this. So I love that you mentioned that. And then that's been the business hours thing is probably the biggest tip that I can give, especially like service providers, because we feel like we have to constantly be on for our clients. Like as soon as an email comes through about them asking something that we have to respond or we're, you know, not our professional side, but I think it's so important to turn off because if you don't, you're on a fast track to burning out really, really fast. I did burn out um, because I think a lot of times in network marketing, you're taught like send 500 messages and answer all the time. And I was like, one, I don't like doing that. It did not feel right. And two, I was like, I, like I did not start this so that I could work an additional 40 hours a week. Like there's, there again has to be a better way. And so that was sort of the spirit behind where I'm at now is really figuring out like, how can I still run a business and, you know, manage all the things that are going on without that burnout. And it's, it's setting boundaries and being like ridiculously consistent. I mean, I'm probably the most consistent person you'll ever meet. Like I'm actually taking a staycation this week and I usually do like an agenda in my Instagram stories. Cause I'm so like, here's what I'm covering. Like you'll know. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it this week. And I've got like so many messages, like no agenda. And I'm like, no, I'm really <laughs> trying to disconnect, but thanks. So um, yeah, consistency is, is a good tip too. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm going to love when you give a chance for my listeners to come connect with you because Holly is a great person to follow if you're like really struggling with 
planning things out and, and what to do. She, she just knows so much, but um, we'll get to that in a second because I want to ask this last wrap, wrap up question, which is if there is a working mom right now who's listening, she's trying to build the business. She's trying to juggle all the things, the job, the side hustle, mom life, what would be your biggest piece of advice that you could give to her so that she can feel like she can handle this? Like it's not beyond her that she just should throw her hands up in the air and quit. Like you said that you, you have two choices, you can quit or you can figure it out. So I'd love for you just to share like that biggest piece of advice that you would give that mom who wants to make it happen, but doesn't know how. Yeah. I think if you would have asked me five years ago, my, my advice would be very different, but I have found that slowing down to speed up is really how you can grow faster. And so one of the things my podcast is called Crush the Rush, but my all of my teaching is based on this method I put together called Crush the Rush Method. And there's all these different pillars in it that we cover, but the first one is wellness and it's taking care of yourself first. And I know Aubrey and I just did a podcast for my show and she talked a lot about motivation and finding that time to really motivate yourself. And so if you follow me or um, have listened to any of my podcasts, like morning routine is my jam and it did not start out that way, but like taking the day and starting it the way I want to start it and, and finding the resources to motivate myself and make me excited about the day is probably the number one thing um, that I think you can do to really just take that next step or figure out what that next step is. And so I always say that I don't want anyone else starting my day. So I don't get up and scroll on my phone. Um, I, I don't turn it on until after I've done like my journaling and my reading and my workout. And for me, that's a chance for me to one, just think and quiet because it's not quiet very often here, but two, it's a lot of times where my most creative energy comes from and it gives me ideas about how to move forward. So if you're feeling stuck and whenever I feel stuck, I literally turn my phone off, take time to like get outside, do something for myself and just have that time to like think and process. And then typically it's never not worked, I guess it gets me to, okay, this is what I need to do. Um, so I would say really dial in your routine and make sure that you're taking care of yourself first, because when you are stronger and you're more confident, it's going to flow into all the other areas. It sounds totally, cheesy, but it no, really I can totally, totally relate to that too, because like, I, I will tell you, I'm not a morning person. I do enjoy my sleep, but on the days that I, when I do get up and I start my day off like that, like what you were talking about, the rest of the day just seems to flow. And like, I just feel like, like that's an easy way. Like we obviously can't add more hours to the day, but that's an easy way that you can start your day out on the right foot and feel like you have a little bit more time because with everything that goes on with mom life and work life, all the things like you can get, you can get lost in that. You can get lost in the daily shuffle of doing all the things. So I love that you said focusing on you and putting you first and having you start your day off um, is a great way to really just kind of center yourself too. And remember that you can do this because it, it can get, it can get exhausting with all the things. And there's, there's definitely a million reasons why you would want to not do it, but there's, you know, if you remember your why and why you started this business, like that usually is the thing that can kind of push you through all the, all the other things. So, yeah. and I would say I have the patience of a gnat. And so <laughs> When you do that routine in the morning and you spend time on yourself, it's an instant win, like instantly. You don't have to wait like three months for it to feel the effects. And so that's a, why I like it so much. 
I love that. Thanks so much for sharing that. Well, Holly, this has been such a great podcast. I know it's going to help so many busy moms really find that time to to plan out their day and to really focus in on what's important. I love that you shared about how less is more and not trying to do all the things so you get overwhelmed. So if there's a listener out there that wants to learn more about what you do and what you offer, I would love for you to share where they can come connect with you. Yeah. So as Aubrey mentioned, I am on Instagram a lot. Um, I tend to share my morning routine and all the things I'm doing. So it's Holly underscore Marie underscore Haynes. Um, and then I also have a podcast called Crush the Rush. And it's all about getting out of that sort of daily cycle of rushing through things, but also teaching the strategy and the systems and the social media that I spoke about. Um, there's a lot of just tangible tips that you can download and take away from there. And then my website is hollymariehaines.com. And on the website, there is a side hustle starter kit that you can download. Um, and it's got basically everything I walked through today, including my morning routine, time blocking, and then the three areas that I spoke about strategy systems and social media. It's actually an e-course. It's totally free and you can grab it there. Awesome. We'll link to that in the show notes because I know a lot of my listeners are going to want to grab that because it's definitely yeah. going to be so, so helpful. So thank you so much, Holly, for coming on. It's been such a pleasure and you've just shared so much with my audience. So I can't thank you enough. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.